Today's podcast features an article from Discern Magazine. Becoming Sons and Daughters of God It's almost beyond our comprehension, but God loves us so much, He wants us to be His children. What does this mean for our life now and for our future? By Mike Bennett Before our first daughter was born, I really couldn't grasp how much you can love a little bundle of joy and sorrow, of smiles and tears, of butterfly kisses and letting go. Being a father is the most challenging and rewarding endeavor I have experienced. And so the Apostle John's words hit home. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. That's in 1 John 3, 1. God is a father with infinitely more love than we humans have, love to pour into his children, into us. What does it mean to become a child of God? How can we be the kind of sons and daughters he desires? Family is an underlying theme of the whole Bible. Its many genealogies tie us all together in one human family, and its prophecies give us a glimpse of an eternal family plan. But ever since Satan poisoned the relationship between God and his children, Adam and Eve, families have been under attack. There are surprisingly few examples of ideal fathers or children in the Bible, but we can catch glimpses of the ideal throughout. For example, Jesus' parable of the prodigal son describes a patient, merciful, and loving father, a father like our Heavenly Father. God Himself is the only perfect example of a father, and so it is fitting that He is called Father about 250 times in the New Testament. But who are His children? The Bible actually talks about sons and daughters of God in several ways. Early in the Bible, we read about those who are called sons of God by virtue of being created by God. This includes the angels who shouted for joy at the creation of the earth, and it includes sinful humans before the flood, and even Adam himself. But the storyline of the Bible first hints, then clearly states, that God has more in mind when he talks about his children. The New Testament introduces us to Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. He was not created, but was with God and was God before anything was created. Out of the Father and Son's deep love, came a plan to expand the family. They wanted to share everything with us in a close family relationship. God's plan is all about expanding His family. This loving plan included a plot twist, however. Through Satan's influence, each human being has fallen into the evils of sin and has earned an eternal death penalty. The only way out of this dilemma gives us an even deeper look into the love God has for us, His potential children. In John's memorable words, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus died so all people of all nations could be forgiven of their sins and have the opportunity to become children of God, as we read in John 11:51 through 52 And God wants us to become His children in a much deeper way than just being physically created by Him. He wants to give us His spiritual DNA through His Spirit, 
so we can grow to be His spiritual children with His character. We begin a new life through repentance, baptism, and receiving the Holy Spirit. Paul said that God's Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him, that we may be glorified together. That's in Romans 8, 16 through 17. Jesus Christ inherited all things, and He and the Father want to share it all with us. Paul went on to write about how the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God in verse 19, and when it will be delivered from corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God, verse 21. It's as if the whole creation is groaning in birth pangs for our becoming God's children, in verse 22. This transformation will be complete when God changes or resurrects us to glory in spiritual bodies. See 1 Corinthians 15, 42-54. As children of God, how should we act now? How are our minds to be transformed? Consider a few of the biblical characteristics of a child of God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Matthew 5, 9. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Philippians 2, 14 through 15. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and keep His commandments. 1 John 5, 2. The children God desires will strive to be like Him and to please Him. Let's go back and read more of 1 John 3. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know Him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as He is pure. Verses 1-3 through three. This incredible hope should inspire and motivate us to purify ourselves and to become like Him. One of our readers asked, Will we be God's literal children or pseudo-sons and daughters? John's statement that we shall be like Him helps confirm that God plans to have real children. God designed this plan. He gave us the motivation and the hope and He gives us the help we need as we seek to become like Him, pure, peaceable, blameless, and loving. He loves us so much. How will we respond? Thanks for listening. For more information from today's featured article, visit lifehopeandtruth.com.